1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Okay, so I'm delighted to be joined by Francesc Thomas, who is the Editor-in-Chief at BarcaBlog.com and former columnist at ESPN and The Guardian. He's also in charge of the Barcelona podcast that keeps you up to date with everything about FC Barcelona. First off, welcome,
1: Francesc. Great to have you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having us.
0: Okay, so I want to start by asking you about the overall situation at FC Barcelona right now with Neymar leaving, Dembélé replacing him and the upcoming vote of no confidence against Josep Bartomillo and the board. Has the capture of Osman Dembélé calmed the fans at all or is the crisis still in full swing?
1: Well, it, it remains to be seen. At this moment in time, we really are devastated that Neymar has decided to leave um, he very clearly said that it was about the personal challenge and that which you know you have to believe out to a point but it is clear that the fact that he's doubled his salary and he's become the most expensive player in history um, has something to do with it so um, in a way Neymar is irreplaceable he's a top three player in the world potentially a Ballon d'Or winner in the future and um, we are not very pleased that he decided to go But then that is a personal choice. Um, Because of that, this very summer, we had our pockets full of money, as the song says. And um, every other club in Europe has realized that that was the case. And whatever player we've decided to chase um, has pretty much doubled in price, which is really frustrating. Um, Finally, Usmane Dembélé from Borussia Dortmund has been signed. And while we think that he's going to be a fantastic player, with plenty of potential. He's 20 years old right now. Um, He was one of the most promising talents in Germany last season. Um, We can't sort of ignore the fact that we've, we've paid well above the odds for him. So although the pressure at Barca is always on Messi, and arguably Iniesta and Suarez as well, there is no question that Dembélé is going to be always having that price tag on his shoulders and he's going to be looked at under the microscope because of that but we've got high hopes he's a very influential player really athletic really agile um, very capable of um, running our players on a one-to-one basis and that dribbling is particularly what we were missing with the departure of Neymar so let's just hope that he fulfills his potential and then uh, he can move forward and become a key player for us.
0: And in your opinion, what's the most uh, likely outcome uh, of the vote on no confidence? And uh, what happens if uh, Bartomeu loses?
1: Well, it all depends on the sources. Um, Barcelona is a club that is not sort of owned by some multimillionaire that is sort of dictating what needs to happen. Barca is a club that is owned by the sources which are the club members and historically that has made our club different um you must have heard the mes que un club sentence which is more than a club and that is linked pretty much to, to to that point um Bartomeu is in trouble to be honest um he the way that he's handled the whole transfer season hasn't really helped his reputation which has been already damaged for a number of years let's not forget that he was linked to Sandro Rosell who became president after John Laporta in the 2010 election. But then around 2013, he decided to do a runner for, you know, dodgy reasons, which I cannot really get into right now. But um, he decided to leave his post and Bartomeu took over. And ever since, you know, the club, you could argue, has been going downhill. Um, Fair enough, he has invested in players such as Suarez, which have brought quite a bit to the club. But he's made some signings that were just shocking. Obviously, the recent one of Paulinho um, is inexplicable, as we've discussed at length at um, it's just it's, There's no way of understanding that. But other players, such as Arda Turan, um, André Gomez, haven't really added anything at all. So it is very, very obvious that the vote of no confidence is going to happen in the very near future. Um, it is believed that on the 1st of September our um, Benedito is going to have enough signatures to or not enough online support from people who have pledged the signature once it starts to um, kickstart the vote of no confidence and we will have to know in the near future where that's going but definitely not a right situation for Bartomeu to be in and if the vote of no confidence goes ahead which everything points out that it will it is really unlikely that Bartomeu will be the chairman at Barca for much longer.
0: And uh, you are a member of FC Barcelona yourself Francis, uh, so what's your opinion? Do you think he could uh, stay or do you think he should leave?
1: My personal opinion is is quite clear, I think he has not done much good to the club, um, He, you know in terms of finances it, we've been quite stable so pretty much that's the only one that you could say he's done fairly well at obviously in terms of, of transfers this summer we had a lot of money coming in but depending on what happens we continue in the next three four days uh, we may have all of that money coming out plus another 80 million so we will have to wait and see but uh, personally I think it's quite clear that um, someone else being in charge of the club will be an improvement because of all of the reasons that I described earlier.
0: I want to return to you mentioned uh, the signing of uh, Paulinho and you know that the Barcelona board hasn't been very successful uh, at the transfer market the last couple of years. They've been signing the likes of Arda Turan you mentioned and Paco Alcacer who hasn't really lived up to the expectation. But this summer Barcelona also signed the promising right back Nelson Zemedo from Benfica but also uh, Paulinho then who's uh, at the age of 29. He come from China for 40 million euros which sounds to me as a pretty odd move at this stage. Do you have any idea why this move has been made? Is there any tactical reasons or what do you think?
1: Uh, in short, no. I've got, <laughs> I've got no idea whatsoever what they're doing. Uh, but um, obviously we've got Ernesto Valverde coming into the club this summer. He's a new coach um, after a pretty successful stint from Luis Enrique and obviously previously Villanova, Martino and Guardiola. But um, Valverde, although he learned alongside Cruyff in the late 1980s, um, he was at the Nou for two seasons. Back then, um, he has sort of another approach. Obviously, Barca have traditionally been playing a four-three-three formation, and in the last say five six years, that's been pretty clear in terms of the triangle in the middle with Busquets, Iniesta, and it was Xavi. Then it has been Rakitic the last two seasons, and uh, the front three with Neymar, Suarez, and 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 obviously Messi is pretty much has been pretty much automatic. Now, Suarez is injured right now. Uh, Dembele has just been signed so in the first three games in La Liga, first two games in La Liga sorry, um, Valverde has been experimenting with a 4-2-3-1 formation and the signing of Paulinho maybe because of the two pivots in the middle so maybe he's thinking about having Bus- Busquets and then having um, Paulinho as someone who can push forward from that sort of more defensive position but it is, it is puzzling to be honest this is someone who Paulinho is someone who was not very successful at Tottenham at 25 years old so having him with us at 29 after spending three four years in China is is just bizarre but you know he's one of our players now Um, he's been a fourth most expensive signing in history which is which is puzzling and um, we cannot do anything else but support him but obviously if the signing is an actual failure which could very well be the case then questions need to be need to be asked of the board.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, let's go back to Neymar who uh, obviously left Barcelona for PSG this summer. He's been posting videos on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen them defending his father and pledging his love for FC Barcelona and the fans. Uh, he's just saying he needed a, a new challenge and felt he accomplished everything he could at the club. Are the fans going to forgive him eventually or what's Neymar's status in Barcelona right now?
1: Well, as we spoke about in the Barcelona dot it's not. Let me let me say it in another way. Um, when you are a professional footballer and you're a grown up, you know which both of us are, you did make your own decisions. You know, um, people can come to me with um, plenty of offers and offering this and offering that, but ultimately the decision is mine. So blaming his dad or passing the responsibility onto his dad makes no sense whatsoever. Um, And it's obvious that the dad has been dealing with PSG for a number of years now, definitely from last summer. And over the last three years, he's pretty much gotten a pay increase from Barca every single summer. And obviously he wanted another one this year, but he couldn't get it because PSG were offering much more. So for Neymar to come on Instagram and say, my dad wanted me to stay at Barca you know, we're not three years old, we're not, like, like we say in Spain, we're not sucking our thumbs, you know, we are grown-ups here, we understand what it is, if you went for the money, then, you know, fair enough, just go and go and enjoy yourself, if you think that going to France, which is the fifth best league in Europe, is a challenge that, you know, you should attempt at your peak, then go ahead, you know, but there's no need of hiding things, Um just be honest with us, Um, in terms of Barca fans for giving him in the future I, I don't think that we we are sort of annoyed at the way that he left and the reason that he left for the money but you know overall the years he was with us he was fairly good he never had a wrong word against any of us he was compromised until the very last minute and he added a lot so for that we are grateful but you know we're all adults we don't need to be we don't need to be lied to really
0: And uh, more recently, Barcelona were apparently ready to trigger the 40 million euros buyout clause in the Ivory Coast midfielder Sean michel Serri's contract with Nice. Uh, But just as the deal seemed imminent, the deal fell apart and Serri told El Mundo Deportivo he exploded with rage after his uh, club bosses caused the collapse of his move to Barcelona. What caused this collapse really, Francesca? and is the deal likely to resurface before the transfer window uh, closes tomorrow?
1: Well, all all we can say at this moment is what is being reported by the different sources. Now, something that has happened this year, and it has happened in previous years as well, but I think it's far more obvious this year because of the increase of social media and the fact that everyone's got a voice now, Um, there are different sources, pretty much um, reporting opposites on a on an hourly basis. So if you look at the Catalan press, you will have a story. If you look at the say, the British media, you have a different story. And then all the other outlets seem to just make things up as it goes along, which is really frustrating because you can never really sort of get to the bottom of it. Um, the having said that, the story that seems to be the most sort of believable or widely reported is the fact that um, Sari had a release clause of €40 million, which um, supposedly expired in the end of July. And Barca didn't sort of know that, which is hard to believe, isn't it? Um, So the deal went ahead. They were negotiating. Barca representatives met with Sari and everything was about to happen. The player was really excited to join. Then the Barca board went to close the deal to Nice. And they said that they, instead of 40 million, they wanted 50 million. And what seems to happen is that they walked away. Now I wasn't there, <laughs> obviously, so I cannot sort of say that this is 1,000% truth. But this is the story that has been more widely reported. Um, Barca pulled out of the deal because Nice wanted more money. And this seems to be uh, going alongside the Serie, the player himself story and his agent. So we, I don't think we we'll ever found out, or at least. Hopefully, we can find out once the transfer window is closed, but it seems a bizarre move. If you really want a player and you've got a wallet full of money like we seem to have, um, I would have still tried to negotiate with Serri. but strange, very strange.
0: Yeah, and there were talks uh, from his agents uh, that uh, PSG was involved in some way, coming in with a late-time uh, bid for Serri to uh, kind of crash the transfer. Do you think there's any truth to that, or is that just a way of uh, protecting his player?
1: There may be there may be um, PSG have been um, quite shady this transfer window obviously they are the mega rich club in the universe um, financial fair play doesn't seem to apply to them does it uh, and if it does I'd like to know how that, that works because you know financial fair play means that the clubs need to be self-sufficient with the money they make you know in order to sign new players um, I don't know how PSG made 222 million last season and they're about to sign Mbappe again uh, so 1 180 million. That's 400 million euros. Um, I don't know where PSG makes the money from that. Um, if it's not coming from the Qatari bank that they've got supporting them behind, but hey, whatever. If they are happy to spend that and no one tells them not to, then you know, it's, it's they can do it.
0: Uh, I have one last question for you, Francesc, and I know you think uh, Barcelona still has to re-strengthen the team in terms of squad depth. Coutinho has been constantly linked to Barcelona this summer and tomorrow is the last day of the transfer window in England and uh, the day after that uh, the Spain uh, window closes. Do you think this transfer will happen or who else, if anyone, do you think will end up at the Camp Nou the uh, coming 24 hours?
1: I'm not sure. I'm not sure at all. Um, As I said before, there's different sources saying different things. Um, I've got a feeling that the player definitely, definitely 1000% wants to come. But then again, it depends on whether Liverpool want to to sell on or not. Um, In the past, Liverpool have retained their stars. So Robbie Fowler in the 1990s was retained, um, although he was clearly uh, pushing for an exit. And it has happened to other players before, Steven Gerrard being one of them as well. So they are more than likely to keep him. Now, if they are to sell him, I will say one thing: if they are to sell him for 160 million euros, I think Barca have overpaid for the player. At the beginning of the transfer window, I wouldn't have paid more than say 80 or 90 million for him because of the way that you know prices have been going through the roof. I would say 100 million for Coutinho is fair. Anything above that is insane. And I think Liverpool would be silly to reject 160 million uh, for Coutinho at this moment. But, you know, it's it's their choice. Um, if I had to put my hand on it, I would say Liverpool will, will keep him. And um, the Catalan media have been reporting that it's a matter of hours. It's a matter of hours for a couple of weeks, which uh, tells the game um, everyone's playing in the press right now.
0: Yeah, do you think any other place will end up at Camp Nou, or is the transfer window closed for Barcelona right now?
1: I would say, if Coutinho doesn't come, we should just just cash in. You know, keep the money, um, see where we go. Um, Barca is a team that traditionally has had La Masia players starring and taking things forward. Um, Sergio Roberto has been excellent. Last season, he was at right back. This season, he's gone back to midfield, which is his natural environment. I would rather have um, Sergio Roberto given a proper chance to excel and, and grow alongside Iniesta, Rakitic and Busquets and uh, see how things go. It's obvious that Paulinho is going to be added to the mix as well. Um, Denis Suarez has been really good so far, although he hasn't really played that much, but the moment that he has played, he's been great. Um, Dembele is coming at... Um, as a left winger, most most certainly. So that would sort of push Denis Suarez back into midfield. So I think with that, we are good to go and uh, see where we are once January hits. And um, then we can sort of spend the money more wisely then, because right now throwing away money for, you know, for the demands of all the teams, because they know that we've got it. Makes sense.
0: Uh, before you leave, I just wanted to thank you so much for joining us, Francesc. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on. And uh, where can my listeners find more
1: of you? Well, we are posting constantly at thebarcelonapodcast.com That's our show's website. Obviously, I've been running barcablog.com for many, many years now. I think it's coming to nearly a decade, believe it or not, which is huge. Uh, we'll do a big celebration for that. But uh, yeah, The Barcelona Podcast available on iTunes, Stitcher, Libsyn, SoundCloud, and wherever else you get your podcast. That's thebarcelonapodcast.com.
0: Okay, thank you very much.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.